You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. This week's podcast, we're talking about managers and coaches of some of your favorite major league teams. I'm Allison Footer, and I am sitting here in person with Steve Gilbert, our wonderful, intrepid Diamondbacks reporter for MLB.com. We're sitting at Salt River Fields at Talking Stick, which is like this palace of a baseball stadium, nicer than some of the ballparks that we would see in the regular season, the largest press box possibly in spring training history. Um, None of that really matters to what we're talking about today, Steve, but I wanted to make that clear. So we are talking about Chip Hale, um, who is in his, which, which year is this for him? This will be his second year. Second year, okay. And, um, and so tell me, before we get into some of the details, like, just tell me in general like, what makes him an effective manager, if you feel he is one. Well, yeah, I think, I think he is just, he's able to communicate. And I think that's the biggest thing in today's game is being able to communicate with your players and, and getting guys to play for you. And they all seem to really respect his attention to detail, the way he runs a camp, the way he runs a team, um, the fact he lets them know if they're going to have a day off, if they're playing, whatever, that, that he's a communicator, he's uh, talking with them, he's got a lot of energy, he's a competitor. Um, so I think he does have a real good relationship with the players. Uh, having Tony Larusa around has certainly, um, I certainly is a help for him as a, someone who can mentor him. Um, but you know, Tony tries to stay out of the way and has made it very clear that Chip has to come to him for things. He's not going to go down to the manager's office and tell Chip what to do or, or ask him what were you thinking. And um, Chip refers to Tony as a first guesser, not a second guesser, in terms of. If he asks some questions, uh, Tony will answer them, but he won't come down after a game and say, uh, why did you pinch hit so-and-so? Even though a lot of general managers will do that, and some, you know, that, that's fine for some. Tony believes that, that having that history as a manager, he didn't like it necessarily. People did that for him. So he's available if need be, but um, doesn't, doesn't second guess. I would think that Tony, having been a manager, I mean, that would be uh, – that has to be advantageous when you're talking about another man. That would drive me crazy as a manager. And it probably did drive him crazy. So you think it's almost like being a parent, like, oh, I'm never going to do that when I'm in this position. So, um, and that's the only way you can maintain any kind of communication and continuity. When you have a former manager who's above you, that can kind of get a little messy sometimes. Yeah. And, and Tony's also believes that if, if he speaks to the team or, you know, if Tony speaks to the team or if, it appears like he's pulling switches from behind the scenes that then the players lose respect for Chip. He always refers to it as the manager has the hammer, which is the line of card and which is the, you know his presence. And so uh, this spring, and I don't know if it'll change, but this spring he's he has not spoken to the team in a team meeting type format. Um, and again, Chip said when he does ask him even about, hey, what did you think about in the seventh inning last night when... Tony will lay out what his options could have been and talk through it, but he won't say, this is what I would have done. Um, so he's, he's very sensitive about that, and, and uh, that's obviously a good thing when you have somebody that understands the, the position that you've been in before. So going into this season, we've got a couple of things in the works. Uh, the fact that the Diamondbacks put together a contender <laughs> uh, in one offseason, truly. We don't know how this is all going to work out, but it looks to be a pretty good team. So um, there are expectations. And Chip Hale is no longer in the final year of his contract. Is that correct? So that's that kind of had to happen, right? Yeah. Again, Tony, having had experience in these situations, apparently went to Chip at some point during the off season, and uh, we don't know the exact length of of uh, the extension or if it was just a matter of they picked up his option for 2017. All they'll say is that he is under contract through at least 2017. So. 
this is not a, a lame duck year for him. They feel like he did a great job last year. Tony is just you know thrilled about Chip and and can't say enough good things about him and his organization and the way he runs camp and the way he you know works a lineup card and, and strategy. So they wanted to make sure that he didn't enter the final year of his contract. So Chip at least is going to be here or at least under contract for through 2017, maybe even longer. How is Chip handling the questions about the expectations and about what the Diamondbacks have done? It's got to get kind of annoying. I mean, like you address it at the or at the beginning when all the reporters who cover the, the t- team on a regular basis are there, but then people filter in, you know, all these national right. writers and ESPN.coms and they all come through and he has to answer a lot of the same questions. And yeah, so I think he's gotten pretty good. I think he's gotten pretty good at answering <laughs> the question and, and one of the things that he, that he continues to repeat and they told the team is that, yeah, the expectations are great, embrace them, that's fine, but we haven't done anything yet, so don't think you've done anything yeah, just because people all of a sudden think that you know maybe you could, so that that's kind of what they do. I think he also has used some of the um, statistical projections that have them not maybe doing so well. Whether it's uh, the you know baseball prospectus, Prakota's projections have them, I think, taking a losing one more game, uh, losing winning one less game than they did last year. Really? So I think he uses those kind of things to say, see, you don't <laughs> get, you know, you're not going to be given any, you know, not everybody is is thinking you're going to be great, and so you know you got to go out and do it. Okay, so let's talk about his coaching staff. Who stands out? Um, of course, Matt Matt Williams has rejoined the organization, which is nice. Um, and so, what is what are his roles? And um, I mean, it was probably a very easy transition, right? Yeah, kind of a no brainer to bring Maddie back after uh, things didn't work out for him in Washington. Um, didn't look like they were going to have an opening on the staff until uh, Andy Green left to take the Padres job, All and right. so that opened up a spot. Um, and so now here's Maddie back again. Um, so that's been pretty seamless. He and Chip have, you know, worked together in the past on on staffs and, um, you know, as in the organization before. Um, you got Dave McKay at first, who is a favorite of Tony La Russa, and certainly the players respect him because he is so detail oriented and he has an ability. Um, not only as an outfield instructor, but as a first base coach of of reading a pitcher, and he studies video. And if you look at their stolen base success. Paul Goldschmidt is out of this world, and one of the reasons is Dave McKay picks up little tells that a pitcher has, and so you'll see him sitting with Goldschmidt before a game and kind of talking about, you know, what to look for uh, with pitchers, and they say that he just has a, a real knack for picking that kind of stuff up. You have Mike Butcher, who's now their new pitching coach, coming over from Anaheim, somebody Chip Hale was familiar with, having competed against him when he was a coach in Oakland. Um, seems to be making a, a, a good impression on, on the pitching staff. He has some experience with Zach Greinke, having worked with him for half a year in Anaheim. So you have some uh, some new additions. You have Dave Magnin as the hitting coach, taking over for Turner Ward, who left to go to the Dodgers, mm-hmm. which I think will make for some interesting mm-hmm. things as the year goes on, just because Turner's so familiar with, with the hitters. I mean, it would be interesting to see what he shares with Dodger pitchers when, when that series rolls around. Mm-hmm. And, and Greinke, obviously being familiar with the Dodgers, what he can share on the, on the other side. So um, it, it, it had more turnover on the staff than I think they expected. Mel Stottlemyre Jr. got the pitching coaching job in Seattle, so he was no longer the bullpen coach. They, uh, they hired Garvin Alston for that. So they have had more turnover than I think they expected to have on, on the, the coaching staff. And, and just an overall look, I mean, we, when we mentioned the Dodgers, the Giants, 
uh, this is going to be such a tough division that uh, th their work is cut out for them, right? Because oh, this yeah. is, I would say, maybe this is the toughest division in baseball. You can make that case. And I think that, you know, Dodgers have depth. I know that they've got some, you know, starting pitching. There's some questions, but they have depth and they have a lot of young, young players and they've got a lot of money. So they have chips to, to trade uh, if they need to in the middle of the season. The Giants, I mean, you got to stop betting against the Giants at mm -hmm. some point because they always seem to be competitive and this is an even year too so right. they tend to win the World Series an even year so no question that the Diamondbacks improved it seems like they improved but uh, this is not going to be an easy division for them by any stretch of the imagination. Okay Steve Gilbert nice seeing you literally um, and we'll talk to you soon thank you. Sounds good Allison. MLB.TV Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.TV Premium includes a free AtBat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.TV for details.